Hey there, humanoids. This is David Shoemaker here with a very exciting announcement. Your favorite wrestling podcast feed, The Ringer Wrestling Show, is now going daily. And you can hang out with me and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays for The Masked Man Show. And you can join me, Peter Rosenberg, alongside stack guy Greg and Dip every Tuesday with Cheap Heat. And on Fridays, I'll welcome a friend or special guest from the world of wrestling. And on Wednesdays, we have a very special new show called Wednesday Worldwide that you're going to want to check out. Pay-per-view reaction, one-of-a-kind interviews, fantasy booking, talking about bagels. That's what we do here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. Follow the show now on Spotify and do us a favor. Give us five stars. And do us another favor and uh, stay mage. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. No? Do you not want me to sing over the music? You know I do, bro. I'm excited about it. Excited about life. Coming off a good coming off a good, good one DM. out of a good one out of nope. What? <laughs> coming off what are a you, good one what out of gonna say? one in three weekend of my football picks. Oh rough. Bro, that's okay. We all have down weeks, not me. I had a great week in my picks. I'm but. also 50-50 with my players I bought to sell during the playoff run. Patty Mahomes with a win, which is nice. I'm holding this stuff till he gets to the Super Bowl. Dak Prescott, I moved about half it last week, could not move the other cards I had this week. Have a feeling those may be going on the box to hold because I don't think his pricing is doing great right now. Here's the thing. I've looked up both of those, and they're the complete opposite. Mahomes is down, and Dak actually just sold up as of As like, of today? Uh, as of last night. Uh, there was yeah, the, the last game was one on. to sell. Yeah. Check today. I think you I find it. There wasn't another one. I was just <laughs> checking so his silvers. Card ladder doesn't update to the day at, at I know. times. I went to eBay. He's down. Oh, okay. his silvers are like 300 bucks on Facebook now. They were 400 last week. On Facebook? Maybe there just hasn't been another one that's yeah. all but it. I, I wonder if that's, that's actually a good point. Uh, if you'll allow it, I have two <laughs> topics I'd like to. <laughs> what if I didn't allow it, Mike? I'd ask Carlos to cut you out of <laughs> the entire. go ahead. And... What are you doing on the board there, bud? Um, no, no, no. I'm just. Well, uh, well you, you, uh, you have some comments you want to make. I'm just getting my buttons ready. You know, I got my. Uh, and okay. then. Uh, That's that's one that you would say. Um, you would also probably say. What's up, everybody? I'm JJ Johnson Stramski. Okay, got that one. The downfall of collecting new players after weekends like we just saw happen. The hobby becomes more repulsive than it is at other times. Oh it, it is very irritating. Here like comes Mike's positive like take. Like for example, like the whole thing now is. And I just love it because it's it's always guys, oh the loudest guys and the most negative people are the guys who have no real skin in the game in the hobby. Uh-huh. Why would people be investing in Brock Purdy cards? No matter, like, this is in, insane that his pricing is so high. I'm doing voices all day. I just can't believe it. And then their buddy's like, seriously, guy, like, he's too expensive. He's a Niner. Who cares about the Niners? Michigan guys don't like San Francisco. <laughs> but my the thing is, it is not too expensive. Brock Purdy is a phenomenon. No one thinks he's the next coming of Patty Mahomes, but the kid's playing phenomenal. 
He's got his team going to the NFC Championship. He could potentially be the only rookie in the history of the National Football League, NFL, as some of you might call it, mm-hmm. to do that. Like, Why are we dumping on the kid's pricing? Of course he's expensive. People... You vintage donkeys. Haven't you been dumping on his pricing no, like it's way not, too high? Not dumping on it. I think there's going to be a, a drop off no matter what he does. But the fact that he is where he is right now. Uh-huh. Like, guys, nobody cares that Roger Staubach was a better quarterback in the 70s and better all time than Brock Purdy's going to be. Okay. People want Purdy because he is the next thing. This sure. is the mentality of the hobby now. The old heads really start to frustrate me with this type of crap. Even Dak Prescott, who was loading up on Dak. Uh, people like me who made money doing it. Like, like what's Terry Bradshaw done the last six months? I'll yeah, Bradshaw's you. probably a better quarterback all time and has four rings. Nobody in the league's going to do that. But, like, so what? I don't want to just sit and hold vintage cards and keep them in a box until I die and give them to, like, my dogs. You know what's amazing, though? If you bought Purdy on the 21st, the day before the game, his mosaic silvers, like, there was sales... For four twenty five and five hundred dollars on the, they had dropped because it was. I think on their last show, I said it had gotten down already to six sixty five. So it was down to five hundred. But as of today uh, and yesterday, seven ninety and eight twenty on those things. So, I mean, yeah, so guys may have got in because they want to do the, the momentary chase. There's, I, I guess my whole point is there's nothing wrong with guys. If anybody in the hobby, if you want to get in and chase a player for two weeks, even like, hey, I think. Uh, let's see. I think Burrow is going to go on another Super Bowl run. And I'm like, Jesse, your sports boy. Like I'm going to load up on Burrow. It doesn't mean I think Burrow is going to be an all time better quarterback than Joe Montana. It does mean I said actor. No? I said Joe Montana. There you go. Water boy. But it just means that, Hey, I think something significant could happen and I want to cash in on it. It's fine. That is my only thought with that. Can I ask where are people in the Facebook group saying this or are they oh, just messaging you? Facebook, or? there's been a lot of Instagram lives where again, like these guys are like, all you guys doing this are just going to get burned. Like wait till the, the crash happens. <laughs> oh, like, I was wondering when you were going to do a Texas accent. That sounded a that little, Texas. it was a little Southern. I don't Two know. Two things Texas. I know. Troy Aikman won Super Bowls and my aunt cooks brisket. <laughs> The third um, thing he doesn't mention is Carlos, are we going to get canceled for this? I don't know. Can we? Can what? he do accents? Are we allowed? Oh my! Enough. Whole... I'm doing a Texan accent. <laughs> You're a part Texan. I was conceived in Texas, so I can say it. I can do that. You have a lower hawk of you that's Texan. So <laughs> I just I, I get so sick of it. My next take. You have any more questions about that one? Um, I, I'm really just uh, interested okay, to see where it goes. Just but sit yeah. there and allow, let it happen. I, I have comments, but it doesn't, it's not going to fit. Just keep going. I can already tell by your tone here. I don't want to hear them. Okay. <laughs> next one. I'm curious God. about now. This is something you may have a comment about Instagram lives uh. and the YouTube crowd. Oh, okay. Is largely younger than us. I grant, you know, we're th- in our mid thirties. The yeah. majority of the guys making card content now with video, at least are younger than us. Most of the ones who are more like successful are younger. Sure. I found like the ones that are. There are a lot that are our age. They just don't seem to be other than sports card investor. I don't think there's a lot of them that are super successful. Right, right. right. So, so the majority, the guys going to shows, it just pops up on my feed all the time. And I want to at least speak on it. Like just cleaned out a whole table at a card show. Like that's a thumbnail or Hey, drop 50 grand at a card show this week. Mm -hmm. I would like to see some of these Instagram clowns. In a grant, I shouldn't even say that. They're kids. Like, good on them if they're being as <laughs> successful as they are. Entrepreneurs, yeah. Most of it's, I'm going to guess, is parents' money. But that's fine. Okay. I'd like to see some follow-up videos of when you actually sell this stuff. I always see the videos of everybody going out and being a baller and laying out $100 bills. I'd really be curious to see, did any of these guys actually make money on this stuff? Like a follow-through. So like, hey, what'd you do with the card? You yeah. spent 50 grand. Did you just sell it for 38 a week later? Because you realize you don't know what you're buying? I wonder if it's that they are holding it or if they actually just don't make a video because it doesn't get views. I'm just curious. Like I, I see this all over the place now. Um, well, because a lot of people spend money on cards for the content and they don't care about sure. like they, they could go and buy a card for more than it's worth. And they don't actually care because they know they're going to get the views. That's going to lead to the money that they actually want. The, the only kid I know who I say kid, actually, Ryan is probably closer to our age card collector too. Oh, he's yeah. going to be like 30 to 35, right? Man, I don't know. He baby face. Though. Yeah, Hard that's the say. thing. It's a text real text him right now. Ask him how old he is. Hey, Ry Ry. I have his number. I'll text him. Okay. Um, he's one of the few though who will do the follow ups, and he's live on whatnot all the times doing his single sales. Like mm-hmm. you see what he's selling, and that's what he's buying at the show. Like that's what I've been buying. I've been documenting all my stuff on the lives. Like, hey, I'm grading this. I'm doing the follow. But I do. I wonder what these like these young kids. And I'm just like, I, I it just. I guess it's cool for the views, but the person like the somewhat mature, small sliver of maturity that I have, mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this? What are you actually doing with it? 
I'm just getting sick of these lives and all this YouTube crap lately is more than I don't know why I went down <laughs> like a rabbit hole this weekend. <laughs> I was going to say, like, have you been on dude, YouTube a lot this weekend? The hobby is just like, I know there's a lot of normal people, but lately I'm just like, it's either these old heads telling me how I shouldn't buy anything new because they're not ever going to be as good as Lube Rock. Okay. Or it's a bunch of 21 year olds like wearing fake jewelry. Maybe it's real. I don't know. And like. Dress like stupid models at card shows, throwing around money, and then at some point, Are you in the vi- these people handsome? And then at some point in the video, they have to have their shirt off. Like I just don't understand it. I don't think this hobby is the what weirdest. What videos group are you watching? I don't know if this is an accurate take on anything. The rundown. I want to hear your. I want to hear the rundown. Something you would like to see. I want to hear a positive thing that you would like to see in the hobby. Those videos don't appeal to you. What does? I'd like to see a follow up on those video. I'd like to see a kid literally. So sit if there. they did the same thing but just followed up, you'd be okay. Well, I don't with need it. them yelling like buffoons either. <laughs> but if, if a kid could sit there and have an honest conversation with me about why they bought the card after the fact. Okay. And oh, by the way, this is what I'm planning on grading this. This one I'm flipping right away. This is my three to six month hold. Give some detail of I'd why. I'd love to see that. Decisions behind it. Yeah, because I think otherwise people just come in the hobby and see that. I think the reaction by most people is me. Doesn't mean we're not going to watch it because I think it's at least entertaining. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I actually have hope in the fact that most people view those types of stuff as laughable. But you do realize, too, that the more content that's out there, even though I I agree with you on most of it, I don't find that appealing to myself personally. But the more hobby content that's out there, it's going to appeal to someone and therefore more eyes, more people. No, I don't agree with that. You don't I think, think it'll, so? I think it may appeal to some people, but I think a lot you of think people. it turns more people off or something? I think it could, yeah. Really? Absolutely. Like, if you're coming back in the hobby, oh, so the hobby is now a bunch of, like, super expensive young guys, like players, and a bunch of young kids yeah. making videos throwing around thousands of dollars. Dude, that's what social media and YouTube and all that stuff is, is, like, seeing people balling out because they want to be, you want to portray this expensive, lavish lifestyle, whether that's in cards or shoes or jewelry, whatever the case may be. And those people who watch, they're like, yeah, I want to do that too. I want to go get in on that. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's real. I know it's not to you. I don't think it's real to most people. I would disagree. I think a lot of young kids like, yeah, I never have going to have that kind of money. So why would I even start And old guys like this? You're out of touch, bro. That is not the case whatsoever for younger people. And as a younger person, I'm younger than you. So I can say this. Younger people in the hobby. I think it might be true in some areas. I don't think it's true here. I think it appeals for to some. Our, I think for our audience, I think you're right. But I think, I think the entire for entire card market in general, I think it's more of an, as much, if, if you want to call it a wash, fine, but I don't think it's just drawing people into the hobby. Well, it's There's just, nothing endearing about that hobby. Well, let's just say that if you have to base it on something, you'd base it on views, right? No, because I watch it. And I think it's stupid and laughable. <laughs> so no, I don't, I, I don't, Why I don't do you think, watch it if you find it so stupid and Because it gives me something to talk about. <laughs> I'm, I just, I, I'm happy and I want to get angry. Plus, I'm also in the hobby already, so it's not going to, like, I know the majority of this is just posing and bullcrap. So I don't mind the fact that I watch it, but I do start to think, if you were coming back, like a lot of our audience, mm-hmm. oh, but like, this is what it's like, it's card shows, it's like kids like yelling about stuff. And Well, listen, I told you this before the show, I was looking at our Facebook stats and we had, there's, we have 51,000 people in the Facebook group, 7,000 people uh, joined the Facebook group in the last 60 days. Obviously, there is content out there that is attracting people. And I am not saying it's just the podcast because it does sadly seem that the majority in the Facebook group don't seem to know there's a podcast that exists with the same name. But besides that, there's obviously obviously content that's pulling people in. And why not that? The stuff that has the high views. Maybe it is. I just don't know that it's I don't know. I would agree. Content pulling in as it is just people coming back because for the nostalgia and especially around big times a year, the Super Bowl. Oh, man, I love football. I do it even more and oh you know what i used to really get involved in with football was i used to collect emmett smith cards mm-hmm. what if i come back i got a message from a friend this week hey my it was a friend of a friend i said yeah put her in touch and it was hey my husband's always wanted roberto clemente card since he was a kid okay. that type of stuff Fair. i like well That's I, it. I do think that in what the guys who are buying right now it is something that they may have already been in but i also think that there's so much uh, push. There's so much money. We've talked about this a thousand times. There's so many different avenues where there are now cards in lids. We were at that lids, the hat store. They were selling boxes of wax in the store. You can get cards at Walgreens at gas stations. Now there are so many different avenues for people to find it. And social media, I think is probably the biggest place that they get it. Okay. And that means they're getting it from those little kids that you don't like. You want to talk about a little football now? The rundown oh after that initial we're gonna talk about buffoonery, football. we're going to talk playoff review. We're going to do a little bit of case wax review for what's coming out on uh, new releases. Mailbag. We'll have 
a few additional things that Mike threw in here because our guests canceled last minute because they're sick. So now allegedly sick. Now the big picture in the is middle of playoff him, in review. the middle of him telling me he was sick. He did a lot of coughing on the audio message, bro. Why do you think he sent you an audio That's message? That's a baller move, too. He's You're going to send an audio message because you got to hear it. I just want to say I'm really sick. <laughs> I'm really sick. I'm just kidding. Get, feel better, <laughs> Kyle. I, was, I did tell that, him if he, if he dies from his sickness, he doesn't have to come on the show. We didn't so. want him on the show, right? Because that was the general oh, sense. Oh, Kyle's fantastic. He'll be back. <laughs> we'll have fun with him. Okay. Playoff review. I dominated. Uh, we, we did this. Okay. So I dominated in the sense that I chose all the right teams. Yada, yada, yada. If you're going by the spread, I don't know if Mike actually did well or not, but I didn't. I was one and three. But at the end of the day, uh, I thought it was some great games, at least as far as that uh, uh, 49ers Cowboys game. Man, that was enjoyable to watch. What Did you have a favorite game? I thought it was boring last night. Yeah. You didn't enjoy it? No. Really? Boring. I don't know. That one was boring. <laughs> the Cincy Buffalo game was exciting a little bit, but. In that, negative space. Give me something at all that you like. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, I thought was going to be the game of the of the weekend, like the standout game. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, the first use of the word today, the narrative on Josh Allen now. Oh. Now, granted, it's an overreaction because it's a day or two later. Mm-hmm. But man, well, it's a day later. It happened yesterday. Man, people are now. We're starting to hear one of the one of the funniest comparisons I saw, and I saw it a number of places, and even got mentioned on ESPN and Sports Center. Maybe he's just like the next Philip Rivers type. That's before your time, Sparky. So I'll talk about Philip Rivers. Wait, you saw no, you saw that in the Facebook Messenger. And- I just said, saw it all over social media, and it was also mentioned as a comparison to the stats on ESPN and Sports Center. Oh, so. yes, I just heard the ESPN. Okay, fine. I did pull up. Well, it's funny because I, I saw the same thing, and I pulled up a lot of Philip Rivers stuff because I'm gonna be honest with you. You'd never heard of him. I didn't know who that was. Yeah. Great statistical quarterback. Yeah. Very marginal playoff success. And no I can't Super believe Bowl I hadn't parents. heard of him. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be a first round Hall of Famer. I would I would guess or close to it. First ballot, second ballot, maybe. Um, he now, has jo- a few records still, too, actually. Like, as far as uh, most consecutive passes. Well, he's tied with, like, Tannehill. But, like... Uh, completed passes and one other one. I can't remember. Yeah. Anytime you're sharing a record with Ryan Tannehill, it's not a record I want to acknowledge publicly, but (laughs) I I, I think the Josh Allen card market is in it. I've already seen it. Like people were moving stuff on Facebook and on Instagram last night or this morning. I think that's going to be the sign of things to come. Mm -hmm. There just becomes a time in a young player's career when even if he's very good and he's going to be one of the first examples of this, um, because he got crazy, crazy hyped up during COVID, as he should have. He's a very good quarterback. But there comes a time when it's like, hey, we need to see rings or unbelievable MVP unanimous type seasons or else what's justifying the price? And then the, the consensus is, well, nothing. So the prices really start to drop. Mm-hmm. Like, say what you want about Mahomes. He's been to two Super Bowls. He's won a ring. He's going to have a couple MVPs by the time this season is done. What's Josh Allen done now? to justify anywhere near the type of pricing we've seen the last year and a half with him. Yes. Not to say he's not very good and he's probably still a top five quarterback if you're starting a team right now, but at some point we're going to need to see playoff wins. And the fact that you beat barely beat a Miami dolphins team that had one of your cousins from Texas as a starting quarterback or whoever, Jesse, I'm going to start in the quarterback for the, for the Dolphins. See My that? cousins from Texas would have the last name of Underwood. Texas so right I don't, there. that was so very good. Barely beat a depleted dolphins team. And then you lose at home to the Bengals. It's not Josh a good look. Allen is my pick for biggest drop over the offseason. I I don't know. You think? Yeah, he might. He might. Out, he might out drop Dak and Herbert. Those are the three guys that we're going to see get majorly affected because they were majorly propped up. He just didn't perform well in the playoffs. He had the interceptions too. I'm just kind of surprised at the amount of interceptions that this guy gets away with, and yet he's still uh, been playing this well to get this far. But in the end, I think we, you hit the nail on the head. If he doesn't have rings, if he doesn't have championship wins, what's the point Yeah, for that pricing? You got a guy like him, the flip side of that, I would say in the exact opposite, Jalen hurts played absolutely phenomenal. They totally destroyed the giants. I mean, that's going to, that should be a very good game next week in Philadelphia, him and the Niners. But Jalen Hurts pricing is the biggest confusion, confusing thing. Cause there's to not me. been a major spike. Cause again, there, there wasn't really a ton of hype around the kid. He comes in in a class that has Burrow and Herbert. So you're clearly third. And quite frankly, two even was above him. So I think the Hurts thing gets interesting. He might be the one guy left in the playoffs you could buy right now. 
and probably still do okay with either way. Because if they lose, yeah. I can't imagine a big drop. And I if agree. they win, maybe that's finally the spike. Purdy to me is a huge risk because when he loses, inevitably there will be a massive drop. Mahomes, same thing, relatively risk-free still. I mean, they had to win one game. You know, you can't get knocked out first round, first playoff game, because people would get upset about it and, and over, you know, sell off or whatever, overreact mm-hmm. to it. But now Mahomes can, is kind of in a no-lose situation, really. He's won a playoff game. If he loses to Joe Burrow, yeah, but he's also just gone to another AFC championship game. Yeah. And then if he wins. And then Burrow, to me, too, I mean, relatively safe still. So I think Jalen might be the guy this week if you're looking He's for like, like that. Yeah, I would say because he has the most upside potential and he has very little downside from where That's he's at. Kind of how I feel about him as well. He's actually, I think I'd mentioned this to you before the show, but this is the first time, at least, uh, yeah, first time ever that his pricing and Justin Herbert's pricing, he may finally surpass Herbert as far as uh, if we're talking prism base uh, PSA tens. Yeah, if you talk, if you mentioned that two months ago, people would have laughed you out of the room. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, but but, I mean, but justified by the way. Well, and Herbert hasn't really dropped. He's dropped some, but he hasn't dropped that much. And but the thing, Jalen Hurts is finally getting a little bit of respect, even though it's still, I mean, historically speaking, for some of these other guys who have played really well this year, I'm surprised it's not higher. Let's do our picks real quick and get this out of the way, so I can talk about some wax. Uh, Do we have the lines on these? Yeah, I was going to say, if we have to go by that, I may have to choose differently just because I do think there's going to be some close games for sure. Um, Okay, well, let me give you the let me give you the odds and Philly is at home against the 49ers. Philly's minus two and a half. Who do you think is winning the game? Just give me that Philly. You think they're winning by more than three points? Yes, I do. Okay, so you get Philly with the points. Man. Oh, Oh, the next one's a gift to you. You think since he's going to win anyways, and they're getting a point. I I definitely do have faith in the Bengals. The problem is the San Francisco team. I this was something else I I found really interesting. Someone was saying that the San Francisco team may go down. Please call them the 49ers. The (laughs) 49ers. San Francisco team. San Francisco. Yeah, you're right. I typically try and do whatever has the least amount of syllables. Uh, 49ers could go down in history if they had there was he was saying if they had an elite quarterback would be maybe the best team in the history of NFL they were saying that the majority of all starting positions has a pro bowler in it um i even though purdy is is good i think we all agree he's not like the best quarterback in the world but he's still really good but the rest of the team is so fantastic jalen hurts is i think a better quarterback but at the end of the day, I don't know if he has as many skilled position, uh, as many good players in those really? skill positions. I think he has really good position. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they're as good. Do you know who his skill position players are? I know a few of them. Please don't try and quiz me off the top of my head because I okay, can't. Well, I mean, I'm I just saying, like, compare all of them. Yeah, because if we're gonna, I mean, go if you, if you want to compare. I think AJ Brown is as good as Sam, Debo Samuel. So that was so AJ Brown is of course a fan favorite, especially as a former Titan, but he performs incredibly well. And that's probably the position I would say is Devonte Smith as your number two. By the way, I would take over Brandon Ayuk. But like, I would think he has better receivers than Brock. Oh, mm, okay. All right. I think that's, Brock has a better tight end, no question. Although I think I think it's Dallas Godair still the tight end, and Philly have to check. But I mean, either way, George Kittle's a better receiver. I mean, oh, a better tight end. Okay. Thank Running you. backs, Christian McCaffrey. Here's the only thing I would say about that, and and I'm not going to argue Christian McCaffrey isn't better. Okay, but Miles Sanders had a phenomenal dude had almost 1,300 yards and 11 touchdowns, and they have a very good offensive line in Philly. So that's it why is it's not a hard as, pick yeah, for it me. is not as lopsided. And I'll be honest with you, when things are at least relatively close, mm-hmm. give me the better quarterback. I like that mentality, but I'm yeah. So in the end, I'm still I'm still saying so. You're saying you're saying Philly to cover the points, and you're taking the Bengals getting a point because you think they're going to win either way. Yes, I'm going the exact opposite. I think Philly. <gasps> yes, I think the Niners win the game, getting me points. I'm getting two and a half, and I think the Chiefs win. Can you imagine what happens to Purdy Bryson if he loses or if he wins? If he wins, I think he's winning the Super. See, that's what I, I start to wonder though. What else could happen with his pricing? So I like that we're we're completely opposite. On I this do. Week. All right, so J M, you are going uh, Kansas City. J M, uh, Mike Jesse Jesse. I didn't know my name for a second. Um, so I'm Bingle. You are KC. Yep. And all right, cool. Oh, let's get Car- Carlos. Oh we, yeah, yeah, throw Carlos in there. Put a CC on there. CC. What's up, Car- Carlos? AFC, NFC winners. Ooh, um, I'm taking the Eagles. Are you happy with minus two and a half? Yes, I'm completely fine. Hesitant, with that. hesitant, but happy. Okay, Eagles. 
And uh, I, I think the Bengals are going to win. The Chiefs Ooh. just can't beat Whoa. them. Can't I got a point, too. I got a fan over here. Wow. All right. Me against the world, like it always is here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. You know, we'll, I, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm rooting for you, bud. A um, couple of other things happened this week I want to talk about because I want to keep this thing moving. And this is by no means a plug. It just happened to literally be the hottest case of flawless football I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah, um, you got to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, Ken on Card Shop Evansville was live on Card Shop Live last week. He did one master case of flawless, which I've ripped, I've ripped a couple of cases of flawless myself. Traditionally, you open it up. There's a sealed box in it that has eight cards, and then there are two encased hits in there. Occasionally, okay. you'll get a third encased hit if it's like the spike card or something stupid nice. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, both of his briefcases had, were stacked. So there were two encased hits on the left side and the right side. So four encased hits total instead of two. How often would you say that happens? I've never seen that happen before. And I saw the box, like it was sealed. It wasn't, there was no shenanigans. And I love that the initial reaction too was, it was funny, even on Facebook, guys were tagging us and making a joke. This case must have been destined for backyard breaks, <laughs> which I'll take it. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. So his encased cards, ridiculous. Uh, Julio Rod, a J-Rod, disgusting patch auto, numbered out of 20, encased. That's got to be a four-figure card. Mariano Rivera, encased auto, number to 15. Bobby Witt, encased logo patch auto, number to 20. Who's this? Oh, that's not even encased. Who are the other encased cards? A Mark McGuire Emerald Auto number to five. Machado Bryce Harper Dual Emerald. And Acuna. This was the worst encased card. A Ronald Acuna Auto to 10. Like a gold encased Acuna to 10 is the is the crap card of the bunch. Did and then I do the math to see what that. Oh, I don't even. And then a Spencer Torkelson two of five encased Emerald Jumbo Patch Auto. So that was just the encased stuff. The other hits, there were two Jackie Robinson Game Use Jersey cards. That were ridiculous. Oh, I don't uh, think I saw that. That's Mike awesome. Trout dual patches, a Griffey dual patches, both with logos. There was a Louis Robert logo patch. Vince Coleman one on one with the game used Rawling dual tag patch. There was a Frank Thomas auto to ten. I've never seen flawless like that. That's insane. After the fact, too, it got me thinking. I'm starting to wonder how much, how many more times we'll see flawless again. Like the Panini licensing for baseball is going to change at some point. I'm start so I went out and went nuts buying flawless. I bought uh, five and a half master cases, so eleven briefcases total. Dear Lord, I think it's it might be a cool product to hold. I don't know. Do I'm gonna ever, break some, but do you have the mentality where you see someone hit like? My overall thought is if I'm watching a break and someone's hitting a lot of really good stuff, it's like, oh man, I want to buy into that break or not that break, but I want to get in on another one that sure. he does with that product. But if I stop and think about it. My thought process is maybe flawed because you think, well, that was a really good good one. Yeah, it's not going to be as good as that. So I don't know. Do you ever think about that before you buy in on a break or anything? Like, I mean, occasionally, but a lot of times hype takes over. It's like, man. Yeah. And and again, Flawless is a great product anyways. So yeah, I don't hate it. I loaded up on Flawless. Um, The other product I want to talk about too that came out this week, came out Friday, was Top's Finest. Now you'll recall I was an A plus on breaking tops. Flaw, You've talked tops a finest. lot of positive about it. I ripped three cases as, as case breaks and I ripped a half case last night as personals. Anything good? A lot of good stuff. I'm going to say this. I'm dropping my rating <gasps> and I hate to do it, but it has to be done. If wow. you've ripped finest, the quality on the cards is trash. Really? What? The non-numbered refractors okay. have the most atrocious surfaces I've ever seen. And then a lot of the big rookies have like track marks on the right side. It wasn't just me, by the way, because I made a poll about, I was like, hey, is anybody else seeing this? And everybody was like, yes, every case we've seen opened, there's been a lot of surface issues, which kill it. Like the pop counts on 2022 finest is going to, and my, one of the biggest appeals I had for ripping it and thinking it was such a great product was you could get two crap relief pitcher autos, but you're going to get a bunch of Wander, J-Rod, Witt. Torkelson, mm-hmm. uh, Suzuki, all these guys who are going to sell O'Neill Cruz. So who cares? Yeah. But they're beat to crap. Now the colored refractors have done well and their condition's really good, but dude, they're in brutal, brutal shape. And just a couple guys to give you a reference point. If you looked at a Tatis finest refractor PSA 10, it's like 60 to 70 bucks. A Soto finest refractor PSA 10 is like 90 ish. Okay. Those J rods the other day, we pulled two out of our first case, two refractors, non-numbered, but the way he sells you should be able to, like my plan was I'm sending these right to SGC. Yep. And I think those would have come back 120 to $175 a piece if they came back at 10. At 10. They were so beat up, I wouldn't even send them. Oh, really? The Torkelson and Witt rookies. 
like really dings, like corner centering, so, literally surface dings, surface issues. Really it's brutal. No centering because it's a it, there's a non, it's a non border card, but man, it's super super tough because like if you can't grade your way out of it, I'm not sure what you're supposed to. So I still really like the product, and we pulled some nice color J rods, like numbered ones, colored numbered wanders, and all that stuff too, which is great. But I, I just like it does kind of overall drop the. And not can much. I, I'm still a B plus A minus guy, but it was tough. Can I ask a question? This is maybe it's geared towards you, but also to the audience. Do you think that the recent, um, cause there's been a lot of tops releases, uh, as of the last maybe month there, sure. we've had a lot of it. Is it poorer quality than usual? I don't ever remember. I mean, so flawless is the first one I, I could really speak to. I've never seen, fl- I mean, it's not flawless. I've never seen finest come out with this many issues. Well, and when I say poor quality, I guess I should clarify that because I don't just mean like the, the surface and all that. We've seen a number of things where it's like, Oh, these autos were left out. Oh, we all know what happened with the tops Chrome and uh, the, the silver packs. And then where someone else posted the other day, there was a numbering, like there was a card numbered 76 out of 75. And it it's all out of these recent products. I don't know if we're just seeing more of it than we did last year, or the year before, but man, there's something odd going on lately it where is different. Yeah. there's it's manufacturing, it's production, it's, you know, quality control is lacking. I think I'm right trying now to give benefit of the doubt, like, but triple threads to me. Well, I was going to say it came out without any flaws, but Bobby Witt autos were missing. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but I was a little, that I would say though, I like finest. I still do. I, I still think it's a good break and price wise. I, I, the fact that it is still under $2,000 a case, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, that was kind of a kick. I was like, man, this is one you really kind of need to grade your way out of. And that's what adds the value to the product in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was left lacking. Did you have a grade then a new grade? I'm a, I'm still probably a B plus to an A minus and in, but I was an A plus. Like I thought this was going to be the breaking product of the year. Yeah. If the QC issues weren't there, I would still be an A+. How much more product do you have, or do you have any of it? Uh, I think I have two cases left. Update us, if you will, if there's any. Like, if you notice the next two cases are great, you know, maybe, who knows? I mean, if they are, it's, that would be the outlier. Everybody's complaining about it, so I don't even think it matters at this point. So. Oh, okay. But anyways, just kind of a follow-up there. Um, I haven't done my re- recent purchases lately, because I haven't really done anything crazy. I've just been buying to flip. I'm super focused and fascinated now with old wax. I want to start doing like old and new wax. So I went out and bought some old, it's actually first year finest basketball, 1993 finest. Mm -hmm. It's like, I paid like 600 a box. And I was like, I may actually do some basketball, baseball, like dual breaks, like a box of baseball, 2022 and a box of basketball, 1993, (laughs) just to kind of mix it up. So I I am, I'm going to be on like a buying kick. If you have old wax and you want to sell it to me, there you go. There's your plug. What, uh, what's an old uh, box of 93 finest cost? How much did I just say it cost? I don't, I don't know. I totally missed it. Cause I was like, I was trying to think of, uh, why don't you listen to me? I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying to pull up our next segment and I, I missed it. What is it? What's the next segment? I'm curious. Uh, mailbag. Okay. Actually, no, it's, it's not, not it's the not next mailbag. one, but it is the next thing that I need to make sure I've got all my questions for. You're hurting my feelings. $600. I just, paid. it was $600 a box. That's correct. Man. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Uh, new releases, Mike. What are we going to talk about next yet? Oh, you new releases. Okay. You just said that. Cool. Um, it's actually a pretty busy week. Okay. I'm interested in, man, I hate to say it. I'm not thrilled with any of these. Oh, well, I, maybe mosaic basketball, 2021, 22. Yeah. I was going to say it's, which not- is the Jalen green class. Now yeah. it is no longer the Cade Cunningham class. Jalen green. I don't pay a ton of attention to last year's rookie class. It is far outselling them. So, okay. So Jalen green class of mosaic. What are your thoughts? I, I don't even know what it's going to cost. I have no clue. Football is like 400 bucks. Basketball is usually more expensive, but I don't know. 600? You were high, bro. Oh, good. High. 419. 420. Oh, that actually isn't terrible then. Okay. So 400 bucks a box probably with breakers and on the secondary. Okay. I, I don't mind it. You know, I'm still the class to me is a little lackluster, but whatever. Do we get, is Panini sending us a box of that? Jeff said we have something incoming, so oh, we might. Good. I don't know what it is, though. He just said a box incoming. You know what? I thought about that when we opened that box of uh, Mosaic football the other day. I was like, you know what? Good on us. We did the hobby a favor because it wasn't Getting a good box. box. We got street. that one out of the way. <laughs> the rest of them are going to be great. That's so, fair. 
Okay. We need to say that. We need to make sure we say that anytime we open a bad box of anything. Oh, by the way, I got to ship this one card. It's not worth anything. But the guy was like, hey, I'm a huge. Oh, I saw that. That guy. I was like, send me 50 cents. You can have the card. Oh, is it even worth 50 cents, though? I don't know. I'm going to give just... him the Michael Vick and the Miles Sanders. Now That's it's worth 50 cents. Sweet, bro. Okay. Um, so, Mosaic, do you have a grade or a thought of breaks, anything like that? I'm a solid B. Yeah. The price. I thought it was going to be six, six fifty a box. And I was going to be a C minus. I'm a B at that price. Breaks. For breaks. Okay. I don't mind. Pers- I, I'm a I'm a B as a personal as well, because I think you can grade like a maniac early too. So, okay. yep, I'm good with that one. All right. Uh, next the next up. one is strange. Panini Illusions football is such a weird product to me. I like that there's a lot of numbered stuff and okay. it's like a cool, different, weird thing, but mm-hmm. it's a strange product. So, Illusions, Michael. Oh, Bart. I don't have the, you got to give me one second. 400 bucks a box. I have it. Okay. Cause I only had the case costs. Yeah. It, it's a weird product. So the box breakdown, you get three autos, two memorabilia, five numbered trophy collection, parallels, 10 acetate or micro etched inserts and parallels. I would say I like the look of illusions. Um, it is it's a neat, kind of, it's it, neat. It reminds me of like some older cards, like uh, some cards from the early two thousands. Is Brock Purdy in it? I mean, that's really my question is, does Purdy have at least some autos in it? Because at this point he has become like far and away the chase. Kenny Pickett is on. I mean, Kenny Pickett's in there. He's cool. Yeah. There's some other good, like the skill positions are good. I like all that stuff. That's fine. Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, Drake London, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about Purdy being in it for sure. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, either way, at 400, I, I would imagine this product is cheaper two weeks from now than it is today. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, that's a lot. That's. A little too high in my opinion. So I'm, I'm meh. C, C, C. Um, the next one up is the tops product gilded. So this is a new product. Do you have to pull it up on the thing? I want to see the images of this. I, I've never, I believe this is the first year of this tops gilded. It almost looks like a, like a weird triple threads slash. I don't know, like transcendent almost. Have you, so this is the first year, did you say? the first year they've ever made okay. it. I've never seen it. I mean, they've got some cool cards. Um, what is it, like 400 bucks a box, 450 a box? I'm seeing 439 on here. Okay, so you got 439, five cards a box, one gold framed autograph, one gold etched chrome autograph per box. Yeah, I'm very on the fence about this product. Here's my thing is that what we just talked about. Is it, are we going to run into issues? Is there, are there, do you want to be the one who buys a ton of this before it comes out? And then you find out like, if you could do it over again, would you have bought as much finest? I know you, I mean, you're still giving it a high grade. I would still buy all the finest in the world. Yes. But finest is also 200 bucks a box. Yeah. This stuff is four to four fifty a box. Man, I don't know. It's also weird too because it's like tops chrome in there. Like almost all the cards you see, except for like the framed and stuff, are tops chrome cards. They just have a different border on it. So like the Wander Franco is tops chrome, is what it says on the card, and then it's autographed. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really sure what to make of this product. I think it could be huge. Four hundred bucks a box is a lot of money. To four twenty, I think uh, you have to. I think yeah. someone's gonna have to really get hit something big and then show it off on social for it to gain traction. I'm surprised you think that's going to be big. I just wonder, like if they do it right, it could be very big. Cause would you say how many autos a box is it? It's just, uh, well, it's one gold framed autograph and, and one, one gold etched Chrome. And then you autograph. get the whole entire base set as an SP. I tell you if the, if the quality on this is really good, it could, that could end up being a very good buy at that price Okay, just because it'll command huge money. But it kind of remains to be seen. Let's do some mailbag and get out of here. We're in a no, good no, no. space. Before we do mailbag, this is a plug for oh, God. the Seinfeld episode. Oh, okay. Trivia. Good. I want to hear uh, this. Let's just go. I think there's 10 spots left, maybe less. Uh, the Seinfeld trivia is tomorrow night, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central, the 24th. Uh, if you want to, if you think you know more trivia on Seinfeld than the average bloke, Go out and buy a spot. You get three. <laughs> first place gets 300 bucks app cash. Second place gets 150. Uh, third place gets 75, 25 bucks a spot. Ca- app cash. Yeah. So oh, they said cash app, like the, like you're going to send them ca- app Ooh, credit, card shop live credit. Correct. Yes. The yeah, reason yeah. we do that, because I actually, when we first started this, I was thinking we should do it where I could just send people cash, but I don't really know a way to do it where I don't end up getting flagged or I don't have to send it as like goods and services. 
Because then people have to, you have to take money out of it. we want to keep it on money anyway. We want to keep it. Oh, I know. I agree. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's great for the the app. But I wonder if like you would get even more people involved. Like, oh yeah, I could win $5,000 cash in this trivia contest. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a toss up. It's something to think about. Uh, anyways, you want to talk mailbag? Let's do mailbag. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Mailbag. All right. We have not a ton of questions, actually. It was kind of a quiet morning. Maybe it's because I posted it, but last time I had like 26 questions. I don't know. Weird. Hey, hey, you're doing great. Thanks, buddy. Nat Thorpe wants to know, at what point does Josh Allen become Philip Rivers? That was what we already addressed, but do you want to touch on anything else? It's a fair, I, all I'm going to say is I think it is a bit of an overreaction, but it's, it's because of his age, but it's not totally unreasonable. And in that AFC, I've just got to think going forward, man, you're, that road's going to go through Patty, Joseph, and Trevor. That's going to be tough to compete with no matter what. So. Yeah. Uh, Sean D. Redman. Time to buy low on Lamar Jackson, Kyle Murray, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and or possibly Trevor Lawrence. Here's the only thing. I think there will be a time to buy low on those guys. I don't know why I would do it now. Yeah. Like, I think three months from now, every single football player will drop some, barring something significant happening, like a backup quarterback on a team getting promoted in four months to being the starter mm-hmm. or getting or someone getting traded to a team that's going to contend. That's different. But just everything as it is, everybody just goes into the offseason. Football slides to the back burner because we've got basketball playoffs. We've got hockey playoffs coming up. We've got the baseball season starting to take off. I think NFL pricing in general is going to really, really slide. Not, not, not terribly. It's going to do what it used to do. It's going to come yeah. down in the offseason. That's your buying opportunity then. Do you think there's a, uh, a month or month or two that is better for buying typically? Oh, man. I mean, like April, May. Well, oh, then okay. again, too, it, it depends. March, April. It depends but, yeah. too when the draft is. I don't know off the top of my head when the draft is, because then I'll, you start to get some buzz around the draft. That's what so I was thinking. So before that buzz, I would say. Okay, Johnny Watts. I know using Scotch tape is a no-no. How do you feel about duct tape? He says, especially if it's on uh, this, if it's the same color, it's a color match for the team. So Dallas Cowboys, you use don't, duct tape. Don't tape cards. I don't know why. <laughs> Find the appropriate size top loader. We've been talking about tape for years. Just find the right size holder for the card. Here's the thing. No, there is no thing. This card, this is the right size holder, and it will come out sometimes. And it is not the right size holder. It's the, what do you, there's not a smaller, this is just your standard. Let me see that. Look at that. That's a, I I, I handed him a Pokemon card, and it's in your standard, what is that, a 130 point? 35 point. 35 point. I mean, if you whack this thing against the table, sure, but I'm sitting here shaking the card hasn't moved. You don't need tape on that. Okay. Put your cards in the right size top loader and then put them in a team bag. 
like the size bag that fits a now, packet or a PSA that's holder. That's the thing. Team and clamp bag. it down. Yeah. That's it. You don't need tape. And do not use duct tape. What? By the way, I'm no. just realizing this card that I handed you, someone sent this to me, and it has a dog hair inside of it. You hope that's a dog hair. <laughs> oh, speaking of Pokemon cards, by the way, I didn't I forgot to mention this. Did you watch any of the big break yesterday? The 10, 10 and 10 case with Eddie and Ryan. Oh, uh, just for a minute. I didn't see Pokemon stuff, though. Yeah, so celebrity card breaks and geo breaks at a 10 case draft battle. Yeah. But in the middle of it, Cole Anthony came on and did a box of old, old Pokemon. And he pulled like the dragon Charizard, whatever. It was literally like a scripted scene. Cole pulled it. Cole, the basketball player. Cole yes, Anthony. I've heard of him. Yeah. Pulled it. In the very last pack of the entire box. Really? That massive, massive card. But it was kind of funny. I was like, oh, this, and I know it wasn't planted, but I did think it was pretty cool. Was he selling the box or was he just giving it away or just keeping it? I don't actually know what he was doing with it, quite frankly. But he just came in to kind of break up the the monotony of just draft case after draft case. Gotcha, gotcha. And it was kind of a cool thing. Um, Next up, we've got Mike Geo. Mike Geo says, I saw this. (laughs) This is your post that you put in. Oh, yeah, I saw a guy post this. This was part of the inspiration for my original. Brandon, Brandon McGuffin says the key to being a smart collector isn't just hold all your cards until you want to retire. It's seeing a window and capitalizing on it. Like that is just to be clear in a vacuum. That is the most reasonable, balanced and intelligent assessment of what to do with your cards. Hey, Brock Purdy cards right now are way up. I'm just going to sell them last week. Deck cards are up. I'm going to sell them. Okay. There's no issue with that. The amount of hate and vitriol. I like that word. I don't That's know what it word. means, and I don't even know if I use it right, but I like it. You do. Uh, that that guy got is crazy. Oh, oh he got yeah. hate for that comment? Well, it was just like, dude, yeah, I'm just a collector anyways. Fine, be a collector. But that is literally, if you just listen to what he said there, some of the most reasonable, one of the most reasonable takes on the card market that you will see. I think that's just the internet, though. People see someone comment and they think something differently. So they feel like, oh, well, the internet, the rest of the internet's going to need to know what I think on this. Yes, I agree. Uh, Tony Kidd, what are your top choices for NBA player investments before the basketball card hype gets rolling? Are you prepared to answer that question? Uh, that's a good question. I wish Simmons was here. Bill. Um, I still think Tatum has a lot of, and these are the same old takes I've had for a month. I think Tatum has a lot of room to grow. I'm starting to, th- to get a weird feeling about KD and Kyrie, which is funny. Cause I know they're like pe- a lot of people just hate both those guys. Mm-hmm. They have come down so hard. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, oh, I think there's room at this point. I, I almost start to think like the nets are playing pretty well. And yes, they've had some injuries. I get that too, but still the four, I don't know. Like I'm starting to think there. Um, Zion, come on, baby. He's low right now. He is. He's, he's injured. Out, yeah. But in- Ingram's injured too, and yet they're still, I think. What are they, the third seed in the West? I thought they were second. Maybe first? Where are they? They are, uh, no, they're fourth. I'm sorry. So they still are. Still great though. But yeah. I mean, with both those guys out right now. Zion's interesting. I The only thing that scares me with the Zion thing is, for him to come back and prices to spike, I think people would want to see like sustained healthy elite play. And I don't know that we're going to see that out of him. I just, I just wonder like, when is he going to be good for a long time? Do you think anything happens with LeBron about to pass the all time scoring record? It's funny. That's come up a lot too. I, I would be shocked. Yeah. I don't, I just, I, I don't know why it's that gotta would, be baked in. Cause everyone it's, it's going to happen. And I just don't think anybody cares. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's playing forever. Like, um, yeah, anyways, I don't know. We'll talk more basketball. Well, we'll have to because you know, football actually, will be dead soon. So. Yeah, you know, another reason, a guy I think there's going to be a time that I am going to look at him like, hey, this is probably a good time to buy him is Anthony Edwards. Like he, that guy can score yeah. at an outrageous pace when he's on, and that team has finally found a way to start winning some games consistently. And he, his pricing is, I mean, way down. Like people totally gave up on that kid because that team struggled real early. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think, and as of right now, they're 500. They're, a, they're in... Let's see. They're in eighth place in the West, but they're a, a game out of being in fifth place. So, I mean, they're right there in the mix. That's he's interesting to me. Okay. You know, it's uh, and Kawhi Leonard is another guy, I, but same thing. When is he healthy long enough for people to be like, Hey, this could be a top five guy in the game again. I don't know. I Mailbag. do look forward to talking more basketball soon. Cause that's I'm only I doing said. it. If Simmons comes, if Bill Simmons doesn't come back on the show, like he promised me he would, we're going to do nothing <laughs> but talk about NASCAR. <laughs> I don't Until know if that's going to nope, go. I'll well tank, great, I will tank this brand. Ringer management, if you're listening, we need Bill. Don't, Carlos, right. don't relay that management. <laughs> don't, don't relay that to management. They'll hear it. 
Uh, <laughs> next mailbag question comes from Alex Furman. He's our friend from the UK, and as uh, requested, I'm going to do this. Hey, guys. I'm off on a trip to your fair land next month, attending five NBA games in five days, each team in the Atlantic division, New York, Boston, Philly, Toronto, Brooklyn. Any recommendations on card shops to visit places to hit up, ideally close to downtown's arenas, as we are 24 hours in and out at each location. Hope you're doing well, chaps. Shout out to the UK. I wonder how many people just turned, they just hit the skip button. (laughs) By the way, if you're listening on Spotify, you can skip 15 seconds at a time. Just tap your screen. <laughs> you don't need to. You um, can go 15 seconds back and listen. I actually don't know. I this would be this right there is a perfect question for the for the Facebook group. Like, oh, hey, I'm going to these yeah. five cities. What are the perfect downtown locations? You would get a fifty thousand answers. I was gonna. I was wondering if you'd have an answer for the Boston one, no, but I guess you really I don't spend spent, any time down there. Never. When we were down there, we didn't go to a card shop, right? No. Yeah. Okay. So no, I have no, I have nothing useful. Yeah, no, but that is a perfect question for the Facebook group. Maybe somebody uh, listens and responds. If you, be if you're a listener and you're in the Facebook group, go to the mailbag section for today and reply to Alex's comment, please. And thank you. I'm going home Thursday to Massachusetts. Matter of fact, maybe my last trip there ever. <sighs> oh yeah. Moving you won't pop. really have a reason to go back up there. I still got my sister up there and her kids, but they can try. You know what? Quite frankly, my brother, I'm almost to the point though now where if all the parents live here and I do. Yeah. Time for like, and I don't care if you don't want to visit because that's fine too. People can start visiting me. I, I I've been pretty liberal. Aunt Tennessee's with, pretty great. I mean, yeah. You think I want to go to Boston in January? We have such a. I'd good rather food listen scene. to you do your stupid English accent for an hour and a half. Oh, this one I sounded kind of like the Peppa Pig characters because I have an eight-year-old at home. That's I thought she was nine. She doesn't turn nine till March. I told oh, her last that's night. That's right. Yep. And uh, she got really sad. I thought she was going to be happy. I told her bedtime. I was like, "All right, she's she's wanting me to stay in her room." And she's like, "Hang on, just just lay down with me. We'll let's just you don't have to say anything. Just stay in here." I'm like, "Listen, kid. In a few months, you are going to be nine years old. And at the moment you turn nine, that's the exact halfway point between you being a child and you being an adult. So the second after you're nine you're closer to being an adult than a baby. And I was like, that's pretty cool, huh? She's like, that's really sad. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Being an adult's cool. She's like, I like being a kid. Apparently I don't get kids and how they view and think about things, but that wasn't a happy news for her. So she went to bed sad. I was prepared to just look at your stupid moon face. I, I, yeah, it never occurred to me. She's sad about being an adult. She's already the size of an adult. What does it matter? She, Good she grief. my child is eight years old, and she is, is she five feet. She is uh, five feet. I don't want to. She wears my she, wife, she wears my wife's shoes. She has the height and weight of a twelve year old, like your average twelve year old. She has the height and weight of the average fourteen year old. I'm gonna say sixteen. I mean, like the average probably, but yeah, around here, I guess I would say twelve. But yeah. Right. She's a I big, don't know what, how that happened. Big kid. <laughs> yeah, great kid. Yeah, she's awesome. Brett Hallamore wants better to know. Better sense of humor than her dad. I'll tell you that. Here's her the timing's problem. Better. I kind of. Uh, I don't want to say I Uh-oh. hate that she does this. She <laughs> let's not has say been constantly listening to the podcast. Like instead of like stories, she has stories she can listen to. She chooses to listen to the podcast, and I go in there. I tell her she can't, and I tell, force her to turn it off. Yeah, like that happens. It's so a three minutes a week. You're like, I'm going to be a dad. She's like, okay, sweetheart, take a walk. I'll listen when you're done. I'm a cool dad. Uh-huh. You have another question? Candy there? for <laughs> Do you have another question? Brett Hallamore wants to know, are the packs Panini has been replacing unfulfilled redemptions with been comparable to the value of the card? I would be surprised if they would know that if it's like an unopened pack, right? It really depends. I mean, like the white and black boxes I've always thought have really, really good value. Those are for the bigger redemptions for the packs though. I'm not entirely sure what he's even talking about. I hate to say it. I'm uneducated on that, that stance. Uh, Maybe someone can educate us and we can have a better answer next time. Joseph Holzinga, when it comes to case hits and retail, absolute football, for instance, if a case consists of 20 blasters, yep. am I guaranteed one explosive and one kaboom or just one of them per case? You'd have to check the case odds. I don't, I don't know. And he goes on to say, and if it's just one per case, do you have any idea if the distribution of explosive and kabooms is equal or if there's more of one than the other? Any way to that, find out? That is something nobody knows. 
There's, I would I would say it was Kaboom, right? Uh, yes. And Expo- I would say the Kabooms are probably more populated than the Explosive, just because I see them around way more. But that is just what I've seen. But I don't know that you're ever going to get an actual answer on that. And as far as case odds, just look at what they are on the back of the box. Like Manny's good about putting, hey, one of these per... A lot of times they'll go by pack. So, for example, in a box, if there's 20 boxes, one in every 200 packs will have this insert. If it's a 20-box case, 10 packs a box, it's generally one per case. Okay. But I don't know specifically with that product. Um, and then there's one other question. This is not in mailbag, but uh, I kind of feel like I, you know, I don't want to say I dropped the ball, but someone did. So about a year ago, we said, hey, we want to try and do a video mailbag when we were doing the YouTube. Okay. Uh, we That never really took off. There weren't a lot of guys who sent us video mailbags, but a few did. And this was one that I found that I still had that we never actually addressed. So I was like, you know what? Let's give this guy his, his day in the sun. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't give, I can't give his uh, day in the sun if I don't say his name. Andrew Donnelly wants to know about Griffey autos. I love them. As a lower level Griffey auto buyer, what are some good cards to look at long-term probably tops $500. Thank you. 500 bucks. I mean, here's the deal. He's got a picture. Transcendent, National Treasures, and Tier 1. I bet those are all under 500. Well, yeah, 500 bucks is actually pretty good on a, on the Griffey market. Like, just to give you a, a quick answer, I'm going to go to card ladder real quick. Pull up that King Griffey stat. Well, I was going to put in Griffey Jr. Auto, like, out of 2022. I bet there's a ton of ones in here that are under. 500 is very, very generous. Um uh, leaf decadence, who cares about that? Okay, here you go. National Treasures, again, not licensed. One of five with a two-color patch auto. Sold two days ago for 326 Luminaries, one of 15. Nice patches on this one. Uh, came up 475 Dude, you can buy whatever you want for 500 bucks of new stuff. You start getting into his older stuff or crazy low numbered. But other than that, man, you can get just about any card you want. For Griffey, I like those Luminance cards. Here's another one, 15 of 15, game use, patch off. So I guess here's my thing. If I'm going to go with Griffey and I have up to 500, which is a healthy amount, uh, three things. First of all, I want it on card. Second of all, I want it with a patch that is game used. And third, I want it numbered 25 or less. 25 or less, okay. Yep. Which I think are all very, yeah, very, very, I mean, again, just based on what I'm seeing, very doable. Do you think Griffey signs too much? I, did I ask it's you It's funny because for a while he didn't. And then all of a sudden, he, the last five, six years, he's been signing a lot. I was going to say, it seems like there's a I lot. Wouldn't, I wouldn't hate if he's a guy who kind of disappeared for five or six years. Yeah. Mariano Rivera was like that too for a while. He didn't sign at all. Then he started signing a lot. Even Jeter, Jeter went through that. Now he's not signing much. He's in a few things, but not like he was. I I, I think it helps because it allows the market to catch up where they get the ones they yeah. want and then demand goes way up. So I don't think it's a bad thing if he were to stop signing right now. I wonder if there's any kind of education process that Tops and Panini provide when they go off uh, looking for autos from these new rookies and stuff like, hey, here's just a basic rundown of if you don't collect cards, this is what you should know about the hobby. And just let them know. I'd like, be hey. shocked because they're, generally they're just sitting in with an autograph representative, just yeah. someone to make... Well, and probably Panini and Tops are like, hey, sign as much as you possibly can. So, yeah. man. I, I doubt it happens. Like, you know, I, I doubt there's much education. There. But yeah, if 500 bucks or less, you can buy pretty much whatever you want. Uh, thank you, by the way, Andrew. Appreciate that. I know Andrew that. from Facebook, by the way. Good dude. Thanks for sending in the mail. If anybody bag. else ever wants to send one, uh, it doesn't have to be video because you guys can't see it. But, I love that bobblehead here's the thing, video. And, yeah, Andrew didn't actually say. He wasn't even in the video. It was just a picture of the Griffey card. So, um, if you guys want to just send an audio question, you can always do that. Send it to the sports cards, nonsense at gmail.com email address, and sure. we'll play your voice over the radio. How about that? Cool. I like it. That's our show, right? Done. Oh, guest wise. We do have actually, we actually have a few guests coming up. Uh, yes. Steve Peralt is coming back on the show. I can't wait to, I've got an audio clip. I've already te- uh, taken out of a past episode that I plan to play for him. You want to play it now or no? No, I don't want to play. I want to play it when he's here. So, so he he's here it. Thursday. Who do we have Monday? Jason Flynn? Uh, the following Monday, yes. A week from today. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Steve, him, and then hopefully, actually, just a disclaimer. Simmons told me he's coming on Monday in January. Next Monday is the last one. We like Ireland as a country and as a people. But Flynn, if the boss shows up, you are out. That's that's not, not true. We'll get Jason Flynn his own soccer podcast. Oh, he would dominate go. a soccer podcast on the ringer. I th- and yeah. I'd somehow weasel in a deal where I get 30% of his salary. Just 
Anyways, there you go. So we actually have some good guests coming up. Uh, our guest for today was going to be Kyle from Monster Breaks. Kyle, the first question was going to be, how do you pronounce his last name? It's either Reno or Rhino, and I've heard it, heard it both ways oh, for years. It was Rhino. I have no idea. I'm calling him that no matter what, but I would like to know. Um, uh, don't forget to sign up for the Seinfeld uh, Trivia Night. That's tomorrow night, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central. Still a few spots left. Okay, so yeah, Kyle will be here two weeks from today is when we rebooked oh, him. I'm sorry, I didn't yeah, mean I to interrupt a, that Kyle plug. I yeah. thought you were done. Well, I think it'd be cool. We're going to try to get some, and I think in the future, we're going to try to reach out to some more big card shop owners who also have a big online presence because I just think it's kind of a cool, little bit of a different perspective. So yeah, some good guests coming up. That is your show. We will be back Thursday with another podcast. And we got some live selling events happening this week too. Check out our socials for all that stuff. Ooh, we have to pick a winner for the hoops box on social. Forgot to do that last Wednesday. There's two boxes. Well, no, we were ripping one, which I ripped last night live. We'll give the other one away. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. That's what I thought was. you were ripping it for them and then giving them. No, no, no. Them I'm just it. sending one I box. See. Still, it was going to be a preview. So we'll do that this week too. There you go. Sports cards nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We'll be back next Monday with Bill Simmons. We're all excited about it. See you then. Bye.